G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is the Animaniac himself, Jason. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm well, mate. How you doing? I'm good, mate. I kind of sprung that nickname on you, you know, off the gap. Animaniac. Yeah, Animaniac. That's I've given nick- I've given nicknames to all the other all the other guests that come on, so <laughs> I figured I'd throw you in, mate. How, how's it been? Oh, you know, just steady on, steady on. Man, it's been a minute since we've had you since we've had you on the pod. I think uh, how many episodes it's been? It's I been don't know. It's you haven't been on since before Christmas, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I missed out on those Christmas ones. My bad. Yeah, no, they, they were fun. I, I, have you watched the the um, Avatar: The Last Airbender? Oh, I watched. Oh, like the are we talking about the first one? Yeah, book book one, two, and three. Book like, one, two, and three. Oh, yeah, yeah the Last I, Airbender. I, I watched that when I was about. 14, 15, mm. 16, something like that. Yeah, that were fr- that was a fun series to cover. The and mad, I, the mad run on um, what's that paid TV? Foxtel, yeah. They used to just play seasons oh, we, back to back. We were, we were literally. We, I think we even spoke about it on the episode. Like my first experience with Avatar: The Last Airbender was just like a nuts marathon on like Nickelodeon. Oh, it was like a sixteen hour. Or <laughs> they, they used to do like those big Simpson runs as well. Oh man, just, those Simpson um, runs on Foxtel for for. Any overseas listeners, uh, Foxtel and Allstar was this like um, paid, like cable TV service in Australia. It was the only one you can get, and it just used to do like marathons. Marathons just seemed Ooh. to be its like biggest things because like they'd have. I remember I went to a friend's place when I was like a teenager. We did an all day Simpsons marathon, like a twelve hour Simpsons <sighs> marathon marathon, and, and that's just, how long they used to go for. Yeah, they were incredible. No, no repeats either, which no. is like crazy. Oh, they were the days. Oh yeah, man. Uh, but but yeah, I used to, uh, I watched all of those episodes during those marathons. Oh, they, they did it once a week for three weeks. Yeah, we'll or, have also some like that. We'll have to get you on for the um for the Legend of Korra episode. We've already had a few listeners reach out and hit us up about doing a Korra. What do you Look, think about Legend of Korra? Uh, I kind of touched a touch base on it on the on the last three episodes we did, so I won't. I won't talk too much on it because I'm sure people are sick of hearing me talk about it. But I, I like Cora. I, I do yeah. think Cora has some really. So she's a good protagonist. Oh, Cora as a person or the Cora as a series? Oh, uh, I don't know. I've I've only watched a couple of episodes. Oh, uh, so I hate I hate Cora in the start. Like the first book, I, I think she's kind of an unlikable character, but I think she's kind of written in that way. Okay, right. I, I, th- I think L- like with Baruto. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think I think it's literally the exact same thing because Aang was such initially such a well-liked character. Yeah. To juxtapose yep. that with Korra making her unlikable at the start and then growing to love her whereas Aang you loved him from the start, you loved yeah. him all the way through. So I think it was a way for the you know, the writers to give some contrast between the seasons so they don't feel so samey because mm. they do hit a lot of the same beats throughout it obviously. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, we will, we don't need to talk too much about Cora because we we literally we've done like yeah. three hours on it in the last oh, couple of weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that was a fun series. We, we, we so def- it's worth a watch. Oh, Cora, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. Even even just for the animation of it is worth like it's a 
it's a masterclass in animation. Yeah, like okay. there's some scenes that are like Demon breathtaking. Slayer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. De- oh, I wouldn't say exactly. Demon Slayer is like fucking Demon Slayer. It Slayer. is actually. That's probably my. Yeah, that's your anime of the year. I think so. Demon Slayer. It. Oh, I Man. powered through those episodes. I remember when you told me you watched Demon Slayer because we were catching up. I think I think we were catching up on New Year's. Yeah, like one of the last times we hung out was New Year's, and we were just chilling. And you're like, "Oh, bro." I watched Demon Slayer and then the next 30 minutes was just incoherent fucking nonsense coming from both of our ass. We were just like, oh, so fucking good. Oh my God, I love it so much. What do you think about it? Just, Mate, just <laughs> the animation is just oh, phenomenal. Beautiful. Um, so we've been doing this little segment at the start of the top of the episodes, mates. Uh, just a little what's been getting it for you this week. So this is just a segment where we can talk about anything we've been watching, reading or, you know, uh, playing that you know isn't the main topic for the day. Um, I might kick us off, man. I burned through a series over the last couple of weeks of an anime called The Future Diaries, and I believe you have too. Oh yes, yes. Um, you did tip me off on this one. Yeah, I, I slid into your DMs as I'm one to do. Yes, and uh, hit a hit a recommendation for The Future Diaries. Mm. I and you know spoil not spoiler, just a bit of behind the scenes. I dropped that recommendation into you. 15 minutes into the first episode. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I had I'd barely started and I was yeah, like Jason okay. needs to watch this. This is this has got a this is a Jason feeling show because <laughs> it, it immediately started off with like it had kind of a darker tone to it. I was like, "Oh, yeah. I do like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. it did get me in. Pretty, yeah. Uh, quite quite quickly, yeah. For anyone out there who hasn't charged through it. I don't should we do we might oh, we might do a little bit of a spoiler at the end of this talk. That's uh, fine. Just for, just go for it. For anyone out there, uh The Future Diaries is a 26 episode uh anime kind of a horror fantasy show it's almost set out like a battle royale kind of death Mm. game show yep that's so the main principle of it is 12 people are given diaries which are like from 2011 so they're flip phones it 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 was all flip phones oh mate Watching them put entries into their diaries or oh. they're pe- pressing one key three times to hit a letter. I'm like, bruh. Bro. Bruh. He's going to have arthritis in that thumb <laughs> real quick. So basically the premise is they're given these future diaries by Deus Ex Machina. Um, that Who is the... What? God of time and space. Yeah. God of time and space. Yeah. Um, basically they're diaries that give them information on what's going to happen in the future. All with different tweaks on what information they're getting basically all 12 yeah. diaries kind of function differently mm. it, it depends on like how they would store their own personal data be- I previously i read it as yeah i watched it as like uh, well, i read it as um depending on what kind of information you felt was permanent to journal or to diary mm. would be the information you would get so yeah. people who but then um, you find out like one of the other characters actually had like four or five phones and we're developing them with the God of time and space. So we could have like certain types of, did, did you see that? Are you talking about the, the bald headed fella? Yeah, no, um, he, did, he didn't have, he had, um, copies. He had a copy. He didn't have four or five. He, originally he started off with 12. He had a, an exact replica copy of every other diary. Mm. Also technically he had 11. Yep. Um, to keep track on all... He had the future diaries. He, oh, what did they call but, it? They but, called it like the Overlook. No, but like this was... um When they jumped into like the third... Mm. Spoilers, spoilers. Just just 
massive spoilers for yeah, Future yeah, Diaries. Th- th- yeah, this is just skip straight it, out. Skip ahead a minute if you don't want any information on spoilers. We'll literally we'll try and keep this to a minute. Okay, we've got a minute. Spoils, go. <laughs> <laughs> so so when we jumped onto the, like the third Earth, right? Yeah, the third time on. The third time on. So it was before all the phones were given out. Mm. And this guy had about four of them lined up. I think I think pumping the, them full of information. I I don't know what. No. I don't know if he was working with the god of time and space then or not. No, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah. because he he was the. That was before the whole meeting when they all joined up. Yeah, so he was originally planned. He planned the death game. The death game was his idea. He ga- gotcha. he went to Deus Ex Machina. Okay. Um. Right. Well, now I. Yeah. That, that that sort of cleared up a bit then. Yeah. So what? Is, so the main two characters of this series has Yuko and Yuno. I so think, I think it was a good mix. Yeah, so we get Yuko, who's this kind of subdued, very, you know, um, quiet, shy boy who, for some reason, and it baffled ha- me throughout the whole series, carried was, yeah. he carried darts around in his little oh, pocket. Did God. you notice he had a pocket full of darts the yeah, whole series? Yeah, it was just his weapon of the choice. The dumbest thing I've ever seen. Could you imagine a high schooler going to school with a little cargo pant full of darts? What are you oh. talking about? What's wrong with cargo pants? Everything is wrong with cargo pants. I'm wearing them right now. I know. I can see. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, yeah. So what did you think? Yeah. Of, what did you think of Future Eyes? Would you recommend it to other people? Look, I would. I I, I don't necessarily necessarily agree with the end. You know. Yeah. I I I, uh, I think the ending is quite mm. controversial. Yeah. In the uh, f- yeah, I think controversial is the kind of how I'd put it. I don't know. I I think the twist that happens throughout the series that I won't spoil now that we might have spoiled like four minutes ago, but yeah, anyway. anyway, um, that twist was like, oh damn, that twist yeah. was uh, like that twist was a oh shit, yeah, I didn't see this, it coming. No, I didn't either. No, the the twist, yeah, yeah. And it, de- it was like the twentieth episode or something, and right? it definitely I was an I, earned twist. I don't think yeah. it, like it. If you look back, there was definitely enough clues that maybe you could have picked it up if you're very astute. See, I, I thought it was going to be some death game where, like, when they win, they just wish everything back to normal, or like that they wish something stupid. Well, that's basically what the uh, you know Juno Ayuki uh, was planning on. Yeah, his yeah. plan was to win and to wish everything back to the way it was normal, but. Hey, it it was a yeah, good twist. It was a good twist. Have you been watching anything else lately? Or I I know for a fact you've been on an isekai <laughs> binge lately. So it, it's been a stupid for binge. for listeners out there. Me and me and Jason share an anime lab account. Um, so we we kind of weirdly get to keep tabs on stuff we're watching because <laughs> we we get to see each other's recently viewed and like every time I log <laughs> on to Anime Lab, there's just a n- a new isekai is just loaded you know, up. You know why I go for these like brand new isekais? Oh, you, because they're literally like twelve episodes. I can just pump them out real oh, quick. Man, 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 man. And, but some of them are just so dumb, and I just roll my eyes and go, "Yeah, it's still, yeah. <laughs> it's still alright." It's oh, still man. watchable. Yeah. So yeah, I've watched what Grimgar. It's it's basic Isekai. They got yeah. teleported into some fantasy. No, some game looking thing. Oh, they don't. So they, they, they don't have any memory of like who they were prior. Really? Yeah. That's it. And they've got to start from like the bottom and sort of earn their gold and buy decent armor. Join mm, anyone. So Isekai. Isekai. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything Isekai. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the other one? I would have to look for it. 
Are you you're up to date on jujitsu and stuff like oh, that? I fucking love jujitsu. Do you think it's earned the hype that it's kind of gathered? Do you think it kind of? I, I, is there hype behind it? Much. Is there a there, lot? A lot. Yeah. Oh, especially yeah. there was it trended worldwide when the first episode dropped. Like it was a it was a big kind of um a big release that everyone was kind of talking about, and I think the manga community know all the people who have read it know what's coming and have put a bit of hype behind it as okay. well. Yep, yep. But as someone who kind of went into this blind and I didn't actually go into it with that much hype, like I was I was keen for it, but it is, man, it is like, and it, it kind of feels like it was made for me because oh. it is my favourite genre, which is that kind of demony, yeah, magic kind of Japanese horror almost mm. and just like a lot. It, it, it's, it is twisted. And there's just like a it. lot of shonen things in there that I'm like, mm, give me more, give me more, oh, give me more. That um, just that power scaling, that battle with Goju, uh, Goju is that the sensei's name? Um, but anyway, is he the, the one with the a- little axe thing? The the sensei, the sensei with his eyes oh, covered. Oh, um, I, I guess his, the guy with the like the volcano head. Yeah, that oh, was wicked. That was incredible. That, that like set like a bar for me. Like th- that, that this is like the potential power, mm. like our main character could reach. Also, it was just gorgeous to oh, watch. Yeah, that's the thing I'm loving with Jujutsu Kaisen is every frame of it looks beautiful. It does and They're, and his master, his sensei, with the blindfold, mm. he's a brilliant character. <laughs> he's so good. He's yeah. awesome. He's he's yeah. He's I, like the icebreaker. I've seen a lot of comparisons between him and Kakashi, Kakashi Sensei from Absolute, Naruto. Yes, and like I see it, and but I wow. also think he might be. Man, this is a hot take, hot hot take. I think hey, he's be- g- give it time, Phil. I think he's better than Kakashi. I know hot take, hot take, hot take. But Kakashi, he's been he. How many episodes of Kakashi are there? Like a thousand. Yes. Like a thousand. If we get a thousand episodes of Jujutsu. <laughs> um, wow. I've been, I've been just on other stuff we've been watching. Oh yeah. You watched the time I got, you've first two episodes of the new yeah. season, season two of the time I got reincarnated as, as a slime, another isekai. Another isekai. But an isekai I can get behind for <laughs> sure. Yes. How's it going? Season started off with a bang. Hey, it look, it's um like the main character, he's got his own like um his own country, is it now? I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's got his own like um forces, um, enemy nations, like um friendly nations and he's mm. just working like the political scale, I think. At yeah, the there there does seem to be I have heard a lot of people saying that there's a bit more of a geopolitical vibe. Yep. In these first two episodes, which is cool. I'm man, I'm super keen to go in on season two. I might wait for a few more episodes because yeah, I binged through season one of Slime. Yeah. I, like I binge, I burned through it in like two, three days. I think like that was one Did of the you really yeah, that was one of the first it, massive it, isekais like a, I watched. It's just a fun one, I think. Well, I think that was would have been the first isekai I watched after Sword Art. So, uh, yeah, so Sword Art. And Sword Art's a very serious, like that first season, well, the first oh. half of the first season's very, mm. very serious, where Slime is just a bit, having a bit more fun with the genre, I think. That's it, that's it. And then ReZero, it's back again for its yes. second half of second season Second half of two. season two. Mate, oh, boy. It, oh, 
Oh, I love me some ReZero. Man, you, I think you're my Isekai boy now. All you, it feels like all you watch is Isekai. Yeah, I probably do. Mm. Uh, That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Nah, I've right. been I've been watching that that new anime that dropped. I think the first episode dropped last week at the start of the the winter season, um, which was Skate the Infinite or Skate the Infinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So two episodes of that are out now, and it's so man, yeah. Okay. Keep it's going. basically just like a sports anime, but skating. And it's really great. I think they've captured a. I think they've done well at capturing the essence of skating. So, are there like any antagonists in it? Yeah, there, like, there's definitely. Like, like, it... So, the main kind of drive for the show is this skating competition. Not competition, it's like a race. They call it S. Okay. And it's like this gnarly kind of downhill race through mines, uh, and they're doing tricks and stuff like that. Okay. And they're, do, they're, do people judge these races? Well, it's, yeah, well, it's like, you know. It's like a sport event. Yeah. Oh, it's like an underground sport event. Like oh, a, okay. Right. It's like drag race. Like, like the rap battling of. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. It's got that skating. very underground yeah. vibe. But I think they've done well of like the S stuff, like the actual skating competition and the race stuff. I haven't really. It hasn't really got my hooks in it. But just the general vibe of the two main characters, and I think they've done well of capturing the essence of skating. Like it's got, it's just got a vibe about it that I'm, it's I'm really digging it. What's the, what's the music like in it? It's fucking good. I thought it would. It's be. good, just man. Being a skating thing, and like, it, but it's not like it's not taking like the typical, you know, like punk kind of music skate. Mm-hmm. It's got this kind of like sick, almost like lo-fi hip hop kind of backing Electro-ish. track to it. Yeah, it's real good, man. Okay. I'm real okay. good. And like the the two main leads are Lunga and. Uh, Ryuku, I'm probably getting one of those wrong or both. Um, they're great, man. They're really great. Like I'm, I'm really the enjoying main it. characters. Top. Yeah, man. They're just fun, fun characters, and I, I think they're they're playing them off as like a pairing really well, like what's, a good. What's that? Um, that old kids show with the. <sighs> it was about skating. Rocket Power? Rocket Power. Man, we covered that on a Getting Moldy like four weeks that's ago. That's right. That's right. It was wicked, man. I, I would, I would Did it give you that kind of vibe? Oh, heaps better. Rocket heaps Power better. Rocket Power is good though, but yeah. <laughs> this one's this one's heaps this one was heaps better. Yeah, so Re Zero, I've watched all of Demon Slayer. So I'm up to date with that. Mm. Um Dan Marchi, I've watched that. Another Isekai. Yeah, another Brother, Isekai. man. I told you. Um, you I, I watched you, some other thing like um, oh, what was it? It was, I was afraid to get hurt. So, so I, put I put all, all my, my points, points on defense. defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so dumb. Oh, oh mate, man. you love you. You love you some trash anime, I, some trash isekai. I, I, I do like trash. Yeah, oh too, man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that though. There's yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I might find some, um, golds. <laughs> Uh, so we should probably rip into the topic this week. We're back on the My Hero Academia train. Woo. We're talking season four. We'll probably go full spoilers from the gate. Full spoilers. If you haven't watched it, get out there and watch it. It's a ripper. Uh, let's get into it, brother. <laughs> Let the 
失うことで今救える命があるのなら喜んで全部をあげようこの気持ちが初めての生きがいだ傷跡は隠さないで絶望も不器にしてSo, season four, My Hero Academia, following the events straight after season three with the、Ooh. reveal of the big three and talking about the work studies, we kind of rip into this、And、season the... pretty quickly. But we kick this season off with another filler episode at the start. Yeah. Which. It, it, it's just, it's just a recap it, episode. I do think, think it'll be a trend. Yeah, I think they'll do it. I think they'll do a quick recap episode at the start of every season. But I think、mm-hmm. this one was the least egregious to me. I kind of enjoyed the lens that they put, which is a funny joke if you've actually watched it. The lens that they put that f- filler episode through because it's through a photographer、um. who has a quirk where he creates lenses from his body. That was very smart. I came up with that、yep. on the fly. That, yep. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. I, thank you.、Um, yes. Bravo. Bravo. No, but the, the, the actual, that actual episode, I think, is it's actually a pretty good. Serviceable episode for filler. I wasn't too unhappy with it, to be honest. Oh, I didn't mind it, to be honest. Yeah.、Um, but we get so the introduction of the big three is kind of how we ended last、uh, season with. So we might just rip straight into them. What did you think of the big three, mate? The big three Mirio. Mirio's quirk of. Sun Eater. Perfe- uh, permeation. Permeation. Sun Eater's quirk of manifest. Manifest. What, when he eats something, he can. Make his appendages. Yeah, he can, manif- he can、yeah. manifest that within his body. Yeah, within his body. And he can actually combine foods as well. Yeah, yeah.、Uh, th- and pick out like the best traits of each of them.、Mm, he has the most interesting quirk that we've come across within、yeah. the heroes. I think, I think he'll have a. Yeah, th- they, they could do a lot more development with him. Well, his, his fight that he gets with、um, three of the eight bullets that are, are you know, the、oh. members of、um, Overhaul's kind of crime syndicate thing, that fight with those three is, is fantastic. Oh, it is brilliant. It's, it's a really good fight. And、uh, I think. Even with the enemies working as like a team against him.、Mm. But、um, it, even just seeing how he. His tentacles.、Uh, the way he utilizes his quirk, I think it's pr- maybe one of the prettiest quirks in the game, too. Like. The bright red of the octopus tentacles、yeah. combined with like that, that cool crustacean crab shells and all the, you know, the wicked feathers and stuff that he gets as yes, well. And、yes. the, I don't know, his, his design is something I was all about this season. I, like for me, Sun Eater was MVP. <laughs> Sun Eater and Fat Guy. <laughs> fat Guy, F- what、uh, a. No, Fat mach- Gum, right? Fat Gum. Fat yeah, fat gum. I'm pretty sure it's fat gum. Yep. But yeah, he's, was, he's a machine. Man, him skinny with his blonde hair. Wait, I was like, he man. He looks like. He's hot. Yeah. Hot as fuck. Oh, he's so sexy. I, I couldn't believe it. When he got when thin and he saw his blonde hair, I was like, damn, son. Damn. That's <laughs> before、wow. and after pictures I can get so, so behind. He, he literally makes himself fat so he can absorb. He's like a more. Giant、um, marshmallow. Yeah, a giant marshmallow, but. To, so he could absorb more、um, damage、mm. and therefore create energy within his body and he can release it. Yeah, kind of like a. Yeah, he stores energy in his fat. Yeah. Burns his fat off. And yeah, it, it literally burns his fat off、mm. to like 
nothing depending on how much damage he's taken. But I like I loved his design even when he was fat. Like yeah, even when he was fat, that sounds so mean. <laughs> loved him when he was fat. Um, no, but like his his when he was first introduced to the show, I was like, man, that's a really fun hero kind of costume. I, yep. I liked everything that he was doing. But that fight when he gets skinny, I was like, oh man. Even just their villain that they were up against. Yeah, the was two he a the machine? two villains that they're up against the sword and the sword yeah sword and, and the uh, shield. I think I was calling it the spear and the shield. Spear and the shield. Yeah, but yeah. The, the, oh man, the villains in this this whole season were for, were wicked, man. Mm. Um, back to the big three. Uh, the female big three who I can't remember her name, but you have it right there in front of you somewhere. Nigiri. Um, uh, Nigiri. Nigiri and her um quirk. Electro something. It's like some spiraling man. It was explosion some boring kind of thing. nonsense. Oh my god. She yeah, least favorite of the it's big just all three. Looks. Yeah, she's she's the atypical fan service character. Couldn't didn't really have much time for her to be honest. Uh, you know, towards the end of that battle, like what happened? They made the um. Their teacher and that criminal float up into the air, the giant one. That was Uraraka. Uraraka made it yeah. float, and then she can N- Nigiri used her power to blast him through the, the ground. Yeah. That, that was like the biggest thing, biggest she, thing did. she did. I yeah. think, oh, I mean, there's a whole kind of section of the back half of this season that's dedicated to her in a, True. In a beauty contest, yeah, which I could not, not give a fuck about. Yes, I agree. The second half of this season can fuck. Oh, man. This is probably my biggest talking point on this whole season four of My Hero Academia. It's uh, until the last like two episodes, which is like it, it's nice to see. Um, yeah, well, I mean, on on a whole though, I think season four of My Hero Academia is kind of bland. I th- like uh, yeah. they had two decent fights. Yeah, so we get the um, Deku versus Overhaul fight. Oh, I I I thought that was wicked, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah Oh. And then the end of the series, we get um, Endeavor versus Nomu. Yeah. With I, with the assistance of Hawk, who, can I just say, so excited to get more of that guy. Hawk oh. is a, Yeah, he's his great. His work, his design. Oh, man. His design's made for, like, both saving people. Yeah, his, his quirk is the and ultimate offense, defense. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's so well utilized. And also, like... His design is so striking when you actually look yes. at it. Like the bright red, the feathers, the blonde, like his outfit, man. Like he is just on point in this season. I was digging him. It, even he's just like, um, just the way he like talks. Oh, yeah. Cool. Too cool uh, yeah, for school. Too yeah. cool for school. He's the youngest um, um, youngest professional. Pro, yeah, pro. youngest pro hero. And he's yeah. sitting at what, number two now? Yeah, number two now. Yeah, which is... um. I don't know, like, I think tailing off this season, man, we are all over the place so far, but yep. tailing off this season with Hawk was probably really good because if they tailed this season off with the gentle arc, man, oh. season five would have been a slog for me to get into. Mm. Um, oh, fucking gentle, man. Gentle. Uh, but, yeah, tailing tailing this season off with Hawk was, was like, brilliant move what? because as soon as I finished that, I was like, give me more. I want more right now. Gentle, like, was, uh, gentle was literally just a filler criminal. Right. Yeah, but I think he was there to teach Deku something about realizing that if Deku went a wrong way, he could have turned out like gentle. Yeah, I guess. But like, I don't know. A man, I just. You could. What did you think of Labrava? Ugh. 
What did you think of the fact that they were in love and she was oh. drawn like a 14-year-old child? Which she, I looked it up. She is technically, she the, her age in the show is 21. To, uh, where? Okay. Doesn't make, I think it's twenty. It's, it's over 20, but it still oh, I doesn't. I suppose she, she was living in an apartment by herself, right? Yeah. On a computer. Yeah. Yeah. But man, fuck, gentle and la brava, man. That yeah. that whole that whole set like half of the season. Actually, now that I think about it, like that whole thing started with like social media, didn't it? The whole gentle criminal thing. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah like a YouTube yeah criminal. Still, I still I'm just thinking about nowadays, you know. Oh, I mean, there's probably something you can say about like modern day, modern day, you know, fame clout. Yeah. Clout game and gentle, but like oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I just fucking he I he, found did, him. he he never made a name for himself, even till the end of his little career. I just found his storyline just so dull. There was nothing oh. interesting there, and like even his quirk, I was like, it's a cool and interesting quirk. And watching him fight was kind of interesting, I suppose. Yeah. But I mean, he was up against Deku, <laughs> and we just saw Deku like just take out a. Yeah, annihilate. A demigod looking thing. Annihilate, probably one of the scariest villains that we've seen so in far. My Hero. Oh. What did you What did you think of Overhaul? Let's 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 come Overhaul. With. He could both disassemble and reassemble. reassemble. So he could kill someone and then reassemble them in an instant. Yeah, which he did multiple times. Oh, it was it. I yeah, it's such a dark kind of uh, quirk, isn't mm. it? It's crazy. Also, just like. Super well utilized throughout this whole season. Like he, yes, I, I, I can see. Like I did read a few kind of people saying that, um, what was the point of overhaul? Like he didn't really accomplish anything, and you know that kind of feels like a wasted character. But man, I would kind of say that overhaul was a perfect addition to this because he was such a sinister and such a scary villain. And his, his, even the plan he was his trying to goal. Yeah. Was, was a, like, it's a scary thing to think about in the context of this world, trying to erase quirks. But, but the thing is, it's like the, um, the league of villains, they got away with mm. his quirk well, yeah. stealing, um, yeah, quirk nullification, yeah, darts, nullification yeah. darts. So but like, th- therefore, yeah. He's a great addition to the series. Yeah, because I and I think him, his addition to the series makes the League of Villains like after this, like especially that last scene we see between um, the leader of the League of Villains and Overhaul. Um, what's the leader of the League of Villains name again? Jesus Christ. Um, uh, Shigaraki. Shigaraki. Yeah, between Shigaraki and Overhaul, where Shigaraki cuts off his arms and leaves him bleeding on the highway. Oh. Like, that's the scariest Shigaraki's been yes. throughout the series. And he would not have been he, that scary if he wasn't doing that with Overhaul. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Overhaul, I see Overhaul as this, uh, like, a pivotal point, uh, uh, moment for Shigaraki. For his just, yet yeah, character development. Yeah, because Shigaraki, to me, was never a scary presence. Like, even when he approaches, like, Deku he, in that mall. He was all. He was almost like an underdeveloped child. Yeah, well, with, for me, right? like, like what he his design was kind of intimidating and scary, yeah. but like he's the things that made the League of Villains so terrifying or such a you know a force to be reckoned with was the fact that they had so many strong quirks and villains with them. Like Shigaraki on his on his own is is a wimp. Yeah, but now Shigaraki to me is 
terrifying. Oh, yeah. Him in that scene where he cuts off um, Overhaul's arms and he's walking away, I'm like, man, he is, he he's was, gone. Like, that, he's off the deep end. This is a terrifying villain now. Yeah. So, yeah, Overhaul served the exact purpose, you know? And Eerie? Yeah, I liked Eerie, man. Eerie was cool. Like, um, she, she'll be, yeah, she's going to be a good... um. So you were telling me before we hit record that you've kind of read a bit of ahead and, you know, you you know a bit on what's on the horizon. For me, this is this uh, anime is going to yeah. be my anime exclusive. I'm not, I'm not going to read the manga on this one. Like, there's a lot of anime that I read the manga as well, but My Hero Academia for me is such a perfect anime that I just want it to be an anime. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want to read this the the manga at all. But like, I've literally, I've only, I, I've read two chapters. Okay, yeah. right, that, that that's it because it just popped up in my feed, and I was like, uh, okay, mm. I just want to see. What's, I, I just, I just want to see what's in the horizon. Thought you'd take a break from the thirty isekais you were watching at the time. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, look, great things are to come. Yeah, it, like mm. beautiful. It, it's just going to be a brilliant moment. Her, um, Eerie and Lemillion I, in this season were like so great together. Oh yes, I, I love Eerie and Lemillion. Like I, I, I love Lemillion. Lemillion's great. He's a yeah. great character. Do you think like he'll get his quirk back, right? Of course he will. I hope. I hope, man. I I don't know. Like, yeah. I I love. I love. You I know love. what I hope though with this series? I hope there will be eventually be a time skip. I mean, there will like, be, right? I, I, I want there to be... Oh, that's actually tricky because... Because I, I kind of want the characters... I, I want to see the characters when they're like, you know... Older. A bit older. They know what they're doing. They're all kind of pro-heroes. Well, I mean, the tricky thing with My Hero is, well, we're about to go into season five and we're still in the first and, year of them being in UA. And I want the villains to win. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then for the heroes to take it over again. Yeah. Okay. You know, I I, I want to see something dark. Yeah. You I want to see like the world dark. like just like well, crumbling. Mm. Is this is this the anime for it though? I don't I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, they're hyping up the League of Subu. The villains, League of right? Villains. Yeah. Villains. Now, th- this is like what I hope that'll mm. happen. And then and then yeah. I, I think this will make. A, <laughs> that was a cute sneeze. Thanks, buddy. I but I, I really think this will make this anime just that much better. Mm. So I was thinking about this question on the drive over here. Like, what? Because I, I do think this season was a bit of a letdown. Just just for me personally, I, I think it was a bit of a letdown. Um, what what would I want from my hero moving forward? And I, I think the idea of a time skip is is, is really fascinating. But I I don't think they can do it because. With, uh, like, with them basing this all around UA High, yeah, and with every season kind of taking like a semester of that, they would lose so much of. If they were to skip yeah. like a few years, I mean, they could do it after they've left school, I imagine. But, but I mean, if they go the way they're going now, that's like what, fifteen seasons away, I like suppose. ten like, seasons away. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I I suppose in this season they're only in year one of UA. Yeah, they still they still haven't. And like the big three are third years, mm. so they've still got like two years to sort of catch up to where they are. Yeah. Run. Do yes. you do you think it? Do you think that they've kind of matured? Over, well, no. Do you think they've kind of overshot the big three already? Like the big three are set out to be these 
the best the UA has to offer, and UA is set out to be the best hero school in in Japan. They may, yeah, they may have. Because like, like, uh, where do we go from here? Deku's already pretty tank, but even if you look around, like. We spend a lot of time this season with uh, Kirishima, the Red Riot. Oh, which, great by the way, everything, character. everything with the Red Riot in this season is is a chef's kiss. It's fucking fantastic. Oh. I I love Kirishima. Um, yeah. not crazy. You, you don't get too much on um, Bakugo. Well, this is two seasons now. We haven't had much with Bakugo. No, you, he, he didn't get much play in season three either. Or even Todoroki. Uh, Todoroki had a bit, but um, I know a few spoilers about Todoroki that got spoiled for me on Reddit. Um, so I think he's got got a big uh, role to play coming up. But um, yeah, we haven't spent much time with Bakugo Todoroki. Um, we saw a little bit of Asui and um, Tokoyami. Tokoyami. Yeah. And also, um, Urakaka. Yep. Um, all, which were, were all great, but yeah, we kind of stepped a fair bit away from, you know. Their class. Well, we spent a bit of time in the second half of the season, but that's just preparing for a festival thing that, again, could not give a fuck about. Nothing happened. Although, that song slaps. <laughs> Absolutely slaps. I fucking love that song. <laughs> Um, that the yeah the performance oh. thing they did was cool, but yeah, it would have been it would been nice just to see another another villain like a league of villain kind of just pop pop up. I would have done with a training school. arc, a training arc, like yeah, okay, I, I would have done with a training arc or like a just like I don't know the the festival just for me just felt kind of I want to see them, yeah, shit. And there wasn't mm. much development through there. Like, there was a weird kind of development with Deku and the naval laser guy, which, again, oh, was like, oh, I, oh I was just God. like, I don't care. Although, when that started happening, it when that started me, happening, I was like, are they setting him up to be an inside secret agent kind of... Is, is he going to be revealed as, like, some villain who's been feeding information to the League of Villains? And I was like, if they do that, I'm going to lose my fucking mind at how cool that would be. But then it turns out he was just... Just being a weirdo. Just being a weirdo? Yeah. What was he trying to accomplish? I, um, he wanted Deku to shine? Yeah. I, I I thought it was some weird love thing. I There was a bit of teenage sexual tension there. Yeah. And Deku didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Oh, man. I just, yeah. It was just kind of a letdown because we had, like, such such a big hype it, of... of um. The overhaul fight, like the the first half of this season is just like mm. a hype train. Oh, like man. it's just like it's so fast. And then you get too. to the middle, it just drops off. Well, because like think about the first half of the season. We get we straight in. We get to the big three, and then we go to the work placements where we get to meet Night Eye, who was amazing this season. Night Eye mm. was is it Night Eye? Yeah, it's Night Eye. Yeah, isn't the, it? the the one that can see. Yeah, yeah. The who's future? foresight? Is foresight. Yeah. So we get Night Eye, we get, you know, the reveal of the quirk, we get uh, that episode with the League of Villains meeting Overhaul. Yeah. Which yeah. is wicked. Oh, Them, that that really? whole that um watching Shigaraka get outplayed by Overhaul is like oh. it's so good to watch, man. And like oh man, again, Overhaul oh. in this season. Overhaul and Shigaraka are just mm, mm, chef's kiss. Loving it. Loving it. Um but yeah, the first half of the season, it's just like this massive hype train leading up to this this ma- big conflict with Overhaul and, you know, 
um, Deku uh, and overhaul a, a massive team of heroes. Like we get introduced to so many cool heroes. Oh, we, like we do, yeah. Like uh, Rocklock was sick. I love yes. Rocklock. He was cool. Just throwing his little board, dang, and yeah, jumps it was across it. Wicked. Like, um, Fat Gum was cool. Yeah, uh, the dragon chick. I thought I was like, oh man, that's dragoon. Yeah, yeah, she was wicked. We get so many. Um, Night Eyes. Um, two kind of henchmen, bubble. Si- bubble chick, and the centipede dude. <laughs> how oh, sick how, was the centipede dude? Strange. Like, what kind of character design is that? I know. Like, and the, well, again, the, like, one how do of you my, think of that? One of my favorite things about my hero is that they're just so balls to the wall with quirks and stuff like that. Yeah, mm. yeah. What did what did you think of Foresight and Night Eye like as a as a as a character, playing him being the previous sidekick to mm. and a, and an absolute fanboy of All Might. Mm. Yeah, he's kind of. I think they kind of played him off to be you know the smart Deku, like Deku if he had a, a had a quirk like Foresight, like you know just a fanboy through and through. Mm. Yeah, look he. he he was there for character development, right? Yeah, he was there to yeah, die. Yeah. That's, he was that's there his to thing. Die. He was he was there because, to die. Because like he would be kind of overpowered. It, right? Is it? Well, his quirk is so limited. Like it's like, it, yeah, no, yeah. It's he's got to look into someone's eye. He's got to look into someone's eye. He can only do it for an hour a day. But during that hour, he can see oh. as far into the future as yeah. he chooses to. Um, which kind of has this weird. So he has this kind of negative association with his quirk because he saw how All Might's going to die. And, and he, at that time, he thought that since he's seen it, it's locked that future in well, for all. For him, he he had never he had never witnessed he had never used his quirk and witnessed a future that it hadn't come true. And he, uh, there's even a line in the in the series where he said, "No matter what I did, that uh, I could never change it. That was always the future that was going to be." Yep. So now I know exactly how All Might's going to die. It, it was a touching moment, like mm. especially when he finally died. Him, like his, him, his moment with Lemillion. His moment with Lemillion when he yeah. was died was, was was that was that was really good. That was touching, yeah. genuinely touching. But so now that Deku's proved his quirk false because he saw Deku die, yes, but Deku didn't die, right? Does that mean All Might doesn't have to die? He's dying, right? Yeah. Look, they have to kill him off. I, I think eventually, but like he do, he won't play like much of a major role now. Well, right. wasn't, he wasn't in this season that much, really. No, he, he's literally there just to train. Yeah, you so see he's him training just his a bit. Sensei, really? Yeah, like a mentor, a mentor which is, which yeah. is kind of the role that he should have. You know, like yeah. I, I, I don't really want him in in much. Uh, it was good. It was cool to see All Might fight and yeah. show off like the potential of his quirk, mm. and then you know, giving it off to Deku. Yeah. 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 Agreed. What did you, um, man, this, so how did you feel about this season? Do you, do you think it's as good as the other three? Do you, do you agree with me that it's a, it's a lower point in the season or does the overhaul mm. fight drag it over the line for you? And the Endeavor I, I, fight. I, I, yeah. Look, both those fights did like, mm. yeah. That Endeavor fight. Endeavor. But in yeah, the, I, I did not like gentle criminal. Yeah. The gentle thing. arc like, is and, so and, and just that festival. Like I wasn't, Yeah. It it meant nothing to me. Also, like, I think the better parts, because, like, I like it when My Hero takes a slower moment. Like, I have enjoyed some of the, the slower arcs. Yeah, okay. Like, um, um, the... Work s- studies? Work studies arc I, was I good. I enjoyed that. 
like I think I've spoken, I think I spoke about it on our first episode, the work studies episode with Asui is like uh, hands down one of my favorite episodes from that season. Like yeah. it, it's such a good episode. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't mind when my hero takes a slower moment for, you know, character development and, you know, mm. reading some depth into backstories. Like, we even had a, some quieter moments with Kirishima this season where we saw a bit of his backstory. Yeah, yeah, but like, no, that was nice. But the the slower moments where it's his festival thing and it's it's uh, I don't know for me it just comes across as almost talking I, down I think, to the audience. I, th- I think if they had more at stake during that little, I don't think gentle, that, or, mm, or like a, a a different criminal. I don't even think it needed to be like a, a or different. even like the festival being something different as well. Yeah, I don't know. Like as you said earlier, like a training thing, training or even like uh, like maybe like a, a quirk game thing where they're yeah okay. pitting quirks against each other in the competition. You know, where it's just like yep. a funny, a fun like quirk Olympics game or something like that. You know, like yeah, that's good. Just idea. Just good idea. Playing yeah. playing a bit more in the in the in universe because you can do that festival. Thing in any in any anime, you could do that oh, in yeah, any. What they had done, yeah, yeah, you could do that in any. Like you don't need it to set it in this world for it to make sense. So no. why not set something that could only happen in this world that's more interesting to watch? You know, mm. but yeah, that's just me. I'm I'm sure some people out there, some people listening to this, might think that 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 festival arc is the, is the best part. They're wrong. <laughs> like they're they're wrong. <laughs> Like and if you do think that's festival arc is 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 the best part of season four, email me and we will battle we will it ha- out. We'll have a long civil conversation about how much you're wrong <laughs> and about why you shouldn't be the way you are. That's a little rude. It is, but they also like the festival arc in my hero season four, which is <laughs> a lot of rude. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, so cool. season season four, My Hero Academia, mate. So did you did you like Toga? Man, I I didn't like. You, uh, okay, I have issues with I have issues with Toga because I don't enjoy fan service characters in general. Okay, um, but Toga gets me so fucking horny that I don't know what to do with my. I love Toga, man. <laughs> she is she is bellissimo. I love her design. I love she. She actually reminds me of the crazy chick out of um. The future diaries, you know, yeah, yeah, kinda, yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. kinda. Um, but yeah, I fucking, uh, yeah, she, she, she's so good. Could you imagine? What's that? They paired up. Oh, Deku and Toga. Oh, no, you know, and Toga. Yeah, man, that's such a popular like um, fan service pairing. Um, like, oh, Deku and, and Toga, obviously. But uh, man, yeah, I like Toga. Toga and Twice. We're really Twice good. is great. I, I, Twice I enjoy is great, him. yeah. Yeah. He's just a fun villain. Mm. Yeah. Man, My Hero's got just so many great characters in it. it. It's really nuts to think about how many great characters there are and how many we still have yet to spend a lot of time with. Like, I know I know from a, a few spoilers out there, and I, w- I won't drop the spoiler now, but I know characters like Darby and stuff are going to get a big role to play in the, the next couple of seasons. And um, also from the trailers of season five, it looks like we're spending a bunch of time with class two. Really? Class No, class 1B. Oh. Because they're doing like a joint training exercise okay, thing cool. where they've got cool. to fight each other. So it's got to be all mixed. Yeah, which which looks good because I, yeah. I really did enjoy um, in season three, I think it is season three, mm-hmm. where they're doing the um, camping thing and they're, they're that was good. 
those little moments we spend with with class one B, I really enjoyed all of they those. Did, they did not do much of that training there. No, they? I mean they. It spent was like what a day or two, two, two days doing quirk training. But I mean, you know, they trained on the job, mate. They were fighting villains. Oh, that's, that's I guess, but it. Yeah, I, I don't. It know. almost, you know, would make you know it would make more sense if they were just doing more training in this season and, and not a festival. Yeah, man, more of that training that they were doing. In the jungle, uh, in the bush, where even like, do you remember the scene? I think it's in this season, or maybe it's it was in the last season. No, it was in this season. Well, coming up um, with a second super move. Yeah, where they had like, Deku, Asui, uh, Uraraka, and Kirishima climbing a wall while Todoroki and um, Bakugo were watching. Yeah, and they were they were talking about look how much uh, how advanced they're getting there, uh, so like, how far but, they're falling behind. But they're just climbing up a hill like they weren't actually showing us how they're progressing they no. were just climbing up a hill which you know that that's not something that's actually progressed like i don't know there's just yeah, a few moments like silly. that in this season where i was like maybe do a little less telling and a little bit more showing maybe you arm wrestling or something i don't know yeah i don't know just, just do something yeah but yes uh do we have some final thoughts on season four um yeah for me uh, it's one of these uh, seasons, like we've mentioned, I think we did with um, Sword Art Online, I'm going to say. Ooh. First half of this season's getting it, and the second half, with the exception of the Endeavor fight at the end, is not getting it. What about it. the two extra episodes at the very the end? The OVAs. Ah, oh. oh, man, didn't have the time of day oh, for him. Oh, God. Uh, I, 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 I wish I didn't. I very rarely watch OVAs. Like, I just what, don't. What does OVA stand for? Oh, uh, it's like... I think it's the equivalent of like straight to DVD for like a movie. Like it, it's like okay. a, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, shit. just extra content. Yeah. But it's not good though. So why? It, well, what's... They go back in time, don't they? Yeah. I think, I think it's set previously. To yeah, that's, yeah, anyway. I hate that shit. Mm. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on season four? Yeah. Look, first half, last two episodes with the uh, Endeavor fight. Getting it? it. It's getting it. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, the festival, like, I don't really care too much. Criminal, gentle criminal. Yeah, yeah. La Brava. La Brava, yeah. Yeah. Just like, it, it introduces, what, that dog guy? No, he's been introduced before. Uh, was he? But, yeah. but he never really no, we've did seen anything. Him. We've seen him before, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. guess. That, 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 I'm, that, I'm trying to bring something in. There's, here, man, you can mine for diamonds in that rough all you want, but there's, there's no diamonds, <laughs> man. There's fucking none. <laughs> That's a very low point of this season. Yeah, I guess. Man, uh, well, let's move on, man. We've got another getting moldy, moldy cheese segment this week, so let's get rip into moldy. that. The Moldy Cheese segment. This is a segment of the show where we take a look back on the various shows that aired on Cheese TV and we decide whether it's aged like fine cheese or if it's just plain moldy. This week on the menu, it's Bruno the Kid. The cartoon series stars Bruce Willis as the voice of Bruno, an 11-year-old boy who becomes a top spy for the secret, secret espionage organization. The organization named Globe contacts Bruno via his computer and special gadget watch and is completely unaware of its top spy's young age as he hides behind a computer-simulated simulated avatar of a fully grown man in the image of Bruce Willis. Bruno is, Bruno is sent on many dangerous missions all over the world and fights bad guys and saves the day. Let's hear that intro, mate. Ha! 
time for kids game. No time for girls. Helping the good guys. Saving the world. Call up Bruno. So, mate, Bruno the Kid. Do you remember Bruno the Kid starring Bruce Willis? And yes, that Bruce Willis. No. So. I, I don't know if I have the time of day for this mate, one. Mate, Bruce Willis <laughs> is Bruno the Kid. So this series came out in 19... I think it's 1996. Hold 1996, on, let me, yep. Let me just show you. Yeah, so 1996. So Bruce Willis off the fame... Like, he just came out of making The Fifth Element, you know, 12 Monkeys. He had done... Uh, Die Hard. Had he done Die Hard by that point? And he just started to do some voiceovers. Yeah, he had Die Hard yeah. 1 and 2 under his belt by that point. And basically, this show is is him. He he produced it. He Did he really? Yeah, he's the main voice actor. They use his image, like this janky kind of CGI image of him in the series. It looks fucking wonky. Um, this is the biggest vanity project of a TV show I've ever seen. They even make Bruno the Kid bald. Yeah, like he's bald. <laughs> he has like a little. He has a receding hair. Like it's it's wild, man. He's got the fringe. So he's got the fringe, Phil. I watched. So I stuck to the 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 religious rule of three episodes for this series. And can I just say that the intro that you just heard too is maybe the best intro I've ever heard for a kid yeah. series. Call up Bruno. Like oh man, I've had it stuck in my head for a week. It's so good. <laughs> But man, this this series it's 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 a weird one because it's basically just a vanity project. Like this is something that Bruce Willis he just whipped up in his he, backyard. He decided to make. He you know got writers in. He um there's references to Bruce Willis movies throughout this. Like in the second episode, his uh, Bruno's parents are walking out of the cinema. It's, is it advertisement? Well, they're walking out of cinema that was just playing Die Hard, and there's like. <laughs> So yeah, oh. it's it's this weird vanity project for Bruce Willis. Um, so just targeting children. Yeah, but who who at what the age demographic this is targeted at is like under ten, right? Around ten, I'd say. How many what ten year old want to watch Die Hard? What ten year old knows who the fuck Bruce Willis is? True. And like, picture Bruce Willis's voice, right? Now picture a ten year old, no, a sixth grade child, which is Bruno. Now put those two together. It doesn't. The voice doesn't match the face. It's wild. Oh. No. Also, I counted right. So Bruce Willis does a Afghani accent in the second episode. He does the no voice way. and everything. Like he goes full wow. method into the voice. It is offensive. There is a tasteless, tasteless Nazi joke in the third episode that is third is or that? oh mate, it is. Wow. When I heard it, I like I stopped. And I was like. Damn, like, did did he just say that? And, like, it is brutal. Like, and obviously, 
this was made in the 90s, so you have to look at it in that lens. Yeah. But also, it's Bruce Willis doing this. <laughs> like, he had made Die Hard in 88, and he had already made Die Hard 2. Like, he was a well-known name. There's no need for him to do this series. I have no idea what he was thinking making this. <laughs> um, it made 36 episodes. It only did one season. Man, there's there's It not... got 25% Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Well, it's... That's the thing. And after watching these three episodes, I don't know anything about, like, okay, and we don't need to overanalyze a, a show for kids, right? There doesn't need to be character development or any of that nonsense in there, as long as it's fun and engaging. But it's not. It's it literally, okay, the format of the show, right? An issue arrives with a villain, like a the, the, the globe this secret spy agency needs to deal with. They call up Bruno. Bruno's usually at school. By the way, the school's always empty. I've, like, you never see any other kids in there because they didn't want to pay the animators to draw other kids. It's animated terribly. But anyway. <sighs> then Bruno makes a quip, makes a funny joke. He accepts the mission. Then he makes a funny joke to his parents to get out of whatever he's doing to explain the reason he's going away. Then he gets there and he makes a quip. And then he makes more quips and quips. And then he lucks into beating the villain with his trusty harmonica. All it is is him saying funny little joke, one-liner quips, and then winning somehow. That's it. That's it. There's nothing to this show. It is it is a vanity project of a black hole of emptiness. I fucking... I fucking... Matt, you overanalyze those three episodes. Well, I kind of have to, man. Like, wow. There's nothing... Like, I can't just sit there and watch them because no, I'm I bored. Like, I'd fall asleep. That being said, though... I am not saying this show is mouldy. I am saying this show is fine cheese for the sheer fact of how much that intro slaps. It is <laughs> the best intro I've ever heard. It's on my Spotify playlist now. It is amazing. Are you going to play it again? I'll play it again at the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, man, this this show fucking slaps. It's a, it's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> intro alone drags it over the line, man. It is so fucking good. It's... So it's, what, zero for the show, 10 just for the... Oh, yeah, like negative 20 for the show, plus 20 for the... Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> I fucking love that intro, man. I've been singing it all week. Oh, uh, so 10 out of 10, fine cheese. Let's hear it. Mm. Cover all 9,000 taste bud. Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up that top note, that cream, pure vanilla. Sweeteners. Mm, that's a 10. That's a 10, folks. Oh. Oh, it's so good. Oh, man. Oh, Thank man. you. Thanks for coming on this episode, Jason. It's It's been an absolute blast, man. It's been so fun. I love, I love talking My Hero oh. with you. Now oh, that we're up to date on My Hero, we're going we're gonna to have to jump in on some other series. So... Listeners out there, man, uh, email in uh, at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Hit us with some recommendations of stuff you want to watch. I mean, we could probably review isekais for the next six months because <laughs> Jason's always trying <laughs> to watch an isekai. Just fucking terrible isekai. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, hit, hit us up with uh, any recommendations you have. Um, if you want to do – if you if you're enjoying this pod and you, you want it to get out there – Head on to whatever you're um, listening to this on and give us a five-star review, man. It, it, it's so helpful for the for the pod and it really gets us out there. 
Uh, like us on our on our socials uh, at Lords of Dorktown on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The Instagram's been popping off lately. We've had some fire content going out there. Ooh. As well, I'll put up all the clips of Bruno the Kid. Um, I'll play. I'll put that intro song up there so you can listen to it on repeat, like I've been doing. Man, it, it, it's it's been slapping beat. It's slapping beat, man. It's it's been wicked having you here, Jason. We should uh we should probably get going. Yeah, mate. In an hour. Uh, keep it dorky, guys. Do you want to sign us off there, Jason? Peace out, guys. Peace out. Man, I'm playing that intro again. Yeah. It's fucking so good. <laughs> I'll play it after this. <laughs> Call up Bruno! <laughs> Bruno the kid! Just that bass. Oh, it's so good. Loved it. Kids game, no time for girls helping the good guys. Saving the world, call up Bruno. Call up the kid. When you got a problem, call Bruno the kid. Where does he come from?